the college football experience week 10 DFS show on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by price picks. Go to pricepicks.com slash SGPN and use the promo code SGPN for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. We're also brought to you by hall of fame bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the MMA Gambling Podcast has just launched their YouTube channel. To celebrate, we're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all the details. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circuit Las Vegas. You're listening to FGPN. Let it ride. Uh, look, I know we had another DFS episode out earlier in the week, but that was covering Tuesday, Wednesday, Maction. Now we're here to bring you Thursday night. We got a loaded slate. Friday night, there's a few games. Saturday, we're loaded. Morning and night slates. And we got it all for you here on the College Football Experience. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, that's fair. My name is Colby Swinging Danterbase Dan, aka Pick. Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. After winning last night's DFS, you're going to pay for it, folks. Good night. When it comes to action, you don't know me. <laughs> you came I, in second. I yeah. came in first, buddy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I still won money. A win, a win is a win is a win. And we're uh, talking about our, uh, what are we going to call it? Our house league, which is actually open to anybody. So feel free to join us and, and play against the two of us and some other TCE guys and some other friends of the, uh, of the network. Amen. Amen. So uh, if you're wondering who that is right there, that is the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking home brew, making tobacco road, living the free lock given farmer, former heard the basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, man. I mean, if only we could play linebackers. If only, if only DFS was around. IDP. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get some IDP in DFS? If only DFS was around for when 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 the oh. boss was at Oklahoma. 
Man. Right? Man. Um, but hey, before we jump into DFS, should we talk a little bit about the big news or the big line movement in tonight's Wake Duke game? Yeah, what happened there? It's dropped down to Duke minus six from about minus 12 and a half or so. I think that's obviously that means Riley Leonard's not playing. Uh, still shocking it dropped that much because it's not like Leonard was anywhere near 100% or playing well. Buddy, the drop off, I would argue this <laughs> might be the biggest <laughs> drop off in the nation. Yeah. The fr- yeah. From starter to backup. I mean, even East Carolina, who sucks, they suck. At least, like, yeah, they have shitty quarterback A, shitty quarterback B, but both I think are better than the Duke backup. Well, Henry Beelan played decently in the NC State game. Granted, he only completed I think four passes, they, but he had a he had a couple long balls. You know, um, it, it, obviously it was a tough situation for him to be thrust into that game at Florida State. You know, but at home maybe he'll be able to to do enough for to still get Duke the win. But hopefully, you listen to our Monday podcast where. We were both on Wake Forest anyway. Oh, I bet the I lock, I locked that thing up. I bet the hell yeah. out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you, if you got in a little bit earlier, you got a, a free six points or so. Uh, so yeah, crazy line movement just within the last hour or so. I think. Well, a couple of sharps like us, you yeah. know. Sure. And uh, you know, also from the Monday <laughs> Pod, you you would have listened to our Maxion, and uh, we're both three and one with uh, with the first week of Maxion of Tuesday, Wednesday, and Maxion in the books. You know, pretty good start for us. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with three and one. I'm happy with three and one, but I'm uh, even more happy with my fire up chips money line play. And your um, Akron zips, the yes. chips and zips. Yeah, uh, Akron coming back. We thought that game was dead. I mean, Kent State was up. Um, what were they up? Uh, Twenty-seven see. to ten. Twenty-seven, 27 to, 10. to yeah. ten. Going into the fourth quarter. Akron storms back wins and covers. If you got it at three or three and a half where we picked it at on Monday, well, I think it, clo- it closed at either four or four and a half. So depending on where you got it, you either won, lost or pushed. And even better for me is it keeps my, uh, my over three wins where I have a few C notes riding on the zips over. Uh, yeah. Just push, push. And it will be good. All right. Push. We call it a day. I didn't know irons was going to get out for the year, you know? Uh, but look, let's hop into the slate. We got a loaded slate to talk about. Uh, but before we do that, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experienced uh, week 10 DFS preview and pick show is brought to you by prize picks. Uh, look, I mean, with the basketball season here, this is what's great about prize picks. You can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league, uh, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. I mean, this is what I mean. Like I've been saying this, I feel like since 20 years ago, I can remember being having drunken conversations in Vegas being saying, Hey, why, why don't they give you Tom Brady over 300 passing yards mixed in with parlay opportunities where you could have that with, uh, I don't know. D Brown over 10 points. All right, uh, uh, for the Boston Celtics back in the day, it's kind of a little Boston Boston two step. Even though I don't know that D-, D Brown probably was traded out of the Celtics by the time Brady was starting in New England, but you get my point. Vince Carter over twenty seven points. You know what I mean? They 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 should have those things now. Prize Picks got hip to that because they're doing it. Uh, they got I mean, for example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey. 
uh, and a 10.5 combo of three pointers made slash receptions. That's fantastic. And look, you can also play along alongside, you know, some prize picks favorites like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Shoals. Uh, look, you can you can find community plays uh, under the promos tab to 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 see who essentially is some of the bigger names in the Price Picks community and what they're betting on each week. So, uh, look, what are you doing? And Price Picks even offers the reboot policy, which I think every gambling thing should do. I mean, how many times have we been burnt on a DFS play where we got no information, especially in college, um, where uh, you know? Guy didn't play. J, uh, J, my first thought was uh, uh, Daniels, Jalen Daniels, Kansas. I, I rostered him before he didn't play. Um, Maybe someone's about to roster Riley Leonard tonight. Yeah, exactly. So what's great mm-hmm. about Prize Picks is they have a reboot policy. So if that happens for any football or basketball games, um, and even if the player exits in the first half, say he plays the first the first couple snaps, te- tears his ACL, right? They give you the the reboot there. That player is rebooted. Um, unbelievable! That uh, this is awesome. This is a great insurance policy. It's the only daily fa- uh, fantasy sports platform essentially with an insurance policy. Uh, so folks, what are you doing? Go to PricePicks.com/sgpn. Use that promo code SGPN for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. That's PricePicks.com/sgpn. Promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by the MMA gambling podcast contest. Yes. The MMA gambling podcast just launched their YouTube channel. Subscribe and in honor of that, we're giving away an MMA gambling podcast hoodie to one lucky winner. Um, You know, head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash MMA hoodie to submit your entry today and make sure to subscribe to the MMA gambling podcast on YouTube. All right, we are back on the college football experience. Week 10 DFS preview and picks. Shout out to the chat. They're rocking along. Trevor says, just in time for my drive to work. Hey, there you go. Doesn't matter where, you know, we could be on the interstate. You could be blasting us on the interstate. Say enough. <laughs> enough. Roll down the windows. <laughs> Let other people hear too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, even if you're in, uh, you know, sub freezing temperatures, just, you know, you had a stoplight, crank us up. All right. So you know, uh, it's pretty cold in in Raleigh today, and it's going to be cold for this Wake Forest Duke game. So uh, all the more reason why an under might be in play, especially with uh, Raleigh Leonard most likely out now. Yes, and NC Nick heading to the game. I'll uh, be there. He, he'll be there supporting his Blue Devils. You know, I, I like how you're con- contributing to uh, the Keep Mike Mike Elko. Uh, we need him. Yeah, <laughs> Keep Mike Elko fun going on there in Durham, North Carolina. Um, all right. I'll, well, buy look, a, I'll buy a few beers at the game too. Okay. Just, just for him, just to help keep him. You might want to do a check. Like, you know, all these schools have the university beer connected to their NIL yeah. or like, yes, I haven't seen a Duke one yet, but I'll be looking. It's probably, a, it's probably a wine. If it's Duke <laughs> ooh, 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 private school pussies, uh, that's no. more like Chapel Hill. Okay. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Uh, look, let's jump into this though. With uh, hold on, let's let's recap Tuesday Wednesday okay. real quick. Okay. Tuesday night, Jamie eight two three eight one again. Trashman seventy nine comes in second. You were foolish enough to fade a Lombardi with a side bet. Sure enough, uh, Northern Illinois quarterback Rocky Lombardi puts up twenty seven fantasy points, and your guy Cole. What do you call him? Cold pretzel boy Snyder. Or yeah, something? yeah. You, you know, <laughs> you know, you know. The problem is, is Lombardi got down early. 
Yeah, but true. So there was definitely some, uh, you know, garbage points there. Oh, a lot of garbage points. I mean, but, but of course, but Buffalo back, got down. Buffalo got down early too. Yeah, but that they're not built for that. They're not like like Northern Illinois has got a couple good receivers. Uh, true. So anyway, like you All look, right. I, I learned. I, I knew it's crazy to fade a Lombardi. You win. There you go. All right, lesson learned. And yeah. then, um, and then we alluded to this earlier last night. I took home that one. You came in second in the money. And uh, there we go. We're caught up, and now we can move on to tonight. Let's go. Let's get right into this, folks. Um, the slate tonight. So they don't have the FCS game, unfortunately. Come on, come on, DraftKings. I know. Let's do this thing. But what they do have is uh, is the Texas Tech, the Texas Tech game. So that's TCU Texas Tech with an over under of fifty nine and a half. They also have the South Alabama Troy game over under a 45 and a half. And they also have the game. NC Nick's going to be at Duke wake forest all the um, way down with a 41 and a half over under. And I'll be honest with this news because I, uh, I think I'm going to pivot off of my Duke players right now. So as I, as we're talking, I'm like, wait a second, what else do we got out there? Um, I don't know. Even before this, even before this news, I didn't have anybody on wake Duke. I mean, you know, yes. Now even more so, but uh, look at, just look at the over unders. Yeah. That'll tell you that you might want to focus on the other games more. Um, well, I was thinking if Leonard played, I could get enough. No. Okay. I'll jump over. I'll pivot to no, Wake's gonna win that game. I see opportunity on the Demon Deke side. All right. You're looking for a lower quarterback, you know, and this is I'll say him because I roster him. Gunner Watson, 5500 Troy's quarterback. I think he's he's. I mean, he's not like it's. Like, yeah, he's my he's my QB. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't crush it fantasy wise, uh, but he did put up 33.9 fantasy points last week, his best outing of the year. So I think just for 5500. Uh, at home, I think he's a good play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was surprised he was he was that low. To tell you the truth, so um, I have another quarterback. Did you do two? I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, go ahead. Uh, look, I'm uh, if if you're if you're ever traveling and you're in the middle of uh, I don't know towns that just you can't trust, can't trust the food situation. Uh. You know, it happens. It happens. One thing you can trust if you are traveling is a Morton Steakhouse. All right. <laughs> so Baron Morton, um yeah, I can play the music. Yeah, we have the oh man. Texas Tech Red Raiders starting quarterback. We probable. Probable. This guy got a lot of starts a year uh a season ago. And he's been dinged up a little bit this year, but you gotta you gotta think of there's gonna be a lot of points that TCU Texas Tech game. Yeah, and who else would you want? I don't think you probably want either Duke or Wake Forest quarterback. Um, South Alabama's quarterback, he has uh, an injury de- designation of his own. Carter Bradley is currently questionable, so I didn't feel great with him, even though he's a decent option. But Troy has a legitimate defense, and 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 Bradley's on the road. And then you're talking about a young TCU quarterback also on the road in a hostile environment. So um, I think our two plays at quarterback make a lot of sense. Uh, did you roster three running backs? I did. Yep. I like them a lot too. Cause these guys I've been talking about all year long. Um, the, my first guy is the running back for Troy Kamani Vidal. So I have, 
Don't, I, don't ruin I that have, nickname. Do, do not ruin that nickname. Year-long fantasy team. And uh, coming off a bad game, good bounce back spot here. But this guy has been crushing it. Got a roster. You got a roster. Continue. So that's my top guy. It sounds like we, we we share our first three players, and then I'm gonna take you to Lubbock and take both running backs in that game. I've been talking about Amani Bailey, Bailey, the TCU guy, for a while, and um, Taj Brooks for the Red Raiders, also having a very nice year. He has five of the last six games he's gone over 100. The game he didn't, he had 98 yards and a touchdown. Talk about consistency. So there you go. There's my three running backs. Well, I have Taj Brooks as well. I don't have. You didn't Imani go Bailey. Amani Bailey. Huh? I didn't have that type of cash flow, man. I I spent up at running back all three of my guys between seven point four and seven point seven. Uh now uh, shout out to the chat, Ethan. Ethan says is the picks episode up on YouTube. It is, and uh, part two hasn't come out on Spotify yet. No, uh, that will be dropping within the next eighteen minutes on Spotify. It's scheduled. Uh, that was kind of a fuck up by me. I, I, <laughs> I, I thought so that we, uh, I was asked to space out part one and part two, right? Moving forward. And, uh, I did, but I didn't mean to space them out over a day. So, <laughs> so when I looked today, I, I was like, oh shit, it's 10 in the, I, I meant to do it last at 10 o'clock last night. It's 10 o'clock in the morning Pacific. So in 17 minutes, that thing is scheduled to come out. My that's apologize. called a cliffhanger. People, yeah. people listen to, to, to part one. They're, they're thirsty for more. They want to know, you know, where we left off. Come on, man. Yes. Uh, I guarantee you it's better than that number. Like it's, it's like weekend at Bernie's two. All right. <laughs> it was a lot better than number one. And they left you on that cliffhanger wanting more Bernie Lomax that, and who knew he'd be down in Jamaica. <laughs> part one was a lot better. <laughs> um, Look, I mean, some of these people in the chat, they're just finding out that Akron won last night. I mean, this is fantastic. Let's go. Miracles do happen in That's the back. Right. Um, so do you have a third running back that you haven't given no. us yet? Oh, uh, you I, went only with two. No, I had three, but when the Duke situation with Riley Leonard, I punted and I just quickly uh, grabbed the, the hottest, the, the hottest name off the presses here. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get to that in a second, but I ended up doing a, a wake stack. So. Ooh. might be a little crazy, um, but I guess, right. well, yeah, you lead the way with uh, receivers then since you have four. Well, uh, I'm just going to, to go right into it then with my wake for a stack. All right. Um, I know Duke's got a good defense, right? But if they're going to be on the field all game at some point, Mitch Griffiths is going to have success passing to Jamal banks and Taylor Moore. And I have both of them. So I pivoted to banks. Once this news broke, I like the fact they'll be on the field 95% of the game. And that is the logic. He, you know, those are the top two wideouts for wake. Uh, so let's go. I question this. I mean, Duke has a really good defense, especially at home. I mean, what has like the Notre Dame passing attack or the NC state passing attack or the Clemson passing attack that neither of those teams that did much against Duke's secondary in Durham. So I don't know about that. I'll, I'll answer that right now, though. Have you ever watched Dave Clawson? There's a million wide receiver screens. Yeah, but Griffiths is not is not, he hasn't he hasn't looked the part. I'm just saying Notre and Dame I'm, I'm Notre Dame doesn't that, doesn't do that. Uh, you know, NC State doesn't really do that. They kind of stretch it vertically. 
you know, even if you look at Louisville last week, it was the running game that really, you know, flourished, not the passing game. I'm a little surprised. And I, if, if you, if you're doing the <laughs> double receiver stack, I'm surprised you didn't roster Griffiths because it sounds like you think that Wake Forest is going to, you know, be pretty successful in the air. I do. And I think it, it wasn't like Griffiths was uh, that expensive either, right? No, but he's he's been dinged up a lot, man. You've seen all three quarterbacks play, so you can't have faith in Griffiths just you know playing the entire game. Okay, interesting. Okay, so uh, well, my top receiver is um, Colin Lacy for South Alabama. Again, he's expensive, seven point three k. Not the greatest matchup in the world, but the guy has uh, let's see here seven one hundred yard games this season. I mean, he is the best receiver on the slate. That's why he's priced the highest. And I just think he's almost matchup proof to at least have a decent. Whoa, game. whoa, 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 whoa. See, I thought about rostering because I know he's a stud, but with Carter Bradley questionable, and Troy being one of the best defenses in the country. Fair enough. I'll raise you one higher, Mr. Elko. All right. <laughs> Let's go. All right. All right. Um, okay. So moving on. Um, who's your next receiver? I'm taking you back to Lubbock. All right. This is a guy that I just wanted action in this game. I kind of originally wanted a TCU wide out. Cause I thought they'd be trailing, but, yeah. it, but at the end of the day, I went with, uh, with, with Bradley, Jaron uh, Bradley for, for the red Raiders. I, you know, I bounced back and forth between him and uh, the other red Raider receiver. Uh, who was it? Is it is it uh, uh, McCray? But then I was like, no, Bradley gets du- almost double the receptions. So that was my logic there. I'm loading up on uh, on Bradley just because I want action in this game and price. I didn't have enough money for Miles yeah. Price, uh, so I loaded up on Bradley. What'd you do? In the- I like it. Um, I also wanted a Texas Tech receiver, especially since I am rostering Morton the quarterback. But uh, as with with how much money I spent at running back and with Colin Lacey, I needed to go bottom of the barrel Red Raider receiver. And this guy's only three point two k. His name's Coy Eakin. Two weeks ago, he had five for one hundred two against K State. Last week he got four targets. He only had two catches for four yards, <laughs> but uh, I just think, you know, I mean, here's my punt play. Here's my dart throw. The guy two games ago was over hundred yards. So at 3.2 K, I think it's worth the risk. Well, if it hits, you should buy yourself a couple of koi fish. <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll start a koi pond in my backyard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to young toke in the, uh, in, in the chat. It says, uh, if you haven't already, I just followed and found your channel. So f- what are you doing folks? Follow away, like subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, Cause we think we do it. We think we do it better than most. Um, I still have one receiver here. Are you done? Uh, I still have one receiver too. You got taking you to, to, to what is this? Troy, Alabama here. Uh, where South Alabama, uh, this a rivalry game. Now, uh, I know I just gave you shit about taking, uh, taking, uh, Lacey, their top line. Yeah. But at the same time, I really didn't have that much money here and I'm sitting there looking around. I'm like, okay, I, with Viasin not playing, right. We know, uh, uh, Viasin's out a receiver for, for, for South Bama. So I'm going to take a shot on Jamal Pritchett, their second leading receiver. Uh, Lacey's definitely the top dog, 20 receptions more than Pritchett. However, Troy's going to make Lacey a point of emphasis. And I think that Pritchett 
could be reaping the benefits because of that. What's his price? Fifty four hundred. So I'm I'm shocked that you that you're not rostering who I would say is the most mispriced player on the slate. Who's that? And that is Troy wide receiver for four point four k. Jabri Barber. Okay, done. You sold me because <laughs> let me tell you what he's done lately. Yeah. Last week, ten for one sixty and a touchdown on eleven targets. The week before that, four for one thirty eight on ten targets. This guy is. Emerging, obviously, looking at those stats, and I think he's he's basically turned into Troy's wide receiver one, and it's probably in store for a pretty nice game. Yeah, and I would don't want any part of the South Bama passing attack, knowing that Troy's defense is good, and knowing that Bradley is questionable. Yeah, I think it's a, a good pivot to uh, to move over to Barber. Yeah, let's go. Uh, and Ryan has to agrees with you in the chat. He says, great pick. Nick. Well, then I know it's a good decision. Cause Ryan is the man. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, look, uh, so wait, are we, are we, we're done with this lineup, correct? There you go. All right. Well, let's jump over to Friday's action. Friday's action is a nice slate there because we got the battle of the boot going on now. Colorado State, Wyoming, and Laramie. Beautiful Laramie. Me and NC Nick were in Laramie just a few weeks back. That's got an over under of 41 and a half. And we also have, uh, unfortunately, we don't have the FCS Ivy game. Step it up, DFS. But we do have uh, uh, an old Big East battle. Boston College heading to that filthy, filthy carrier dome to take on uh, Syracuse. Over under of 50 and a half. The orange, I got guys on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Continue. Continue. I was just going to say I have guys on all four teams. Now, usually we we would love a third game in a slate to to have a little bit more differences than everybody else you're going up against, but only two games. But I did find a way to have guys on all four teams. I did the same. Well, look at that. Hopefully, we don't have the same lineup. Did you go two quarterbacks? You're goddamn right. I did. All right, and uh, I think. I Back was interesting here because I think you're going to have some differences. Because I, I think you could talk yourself into at least rostering three of the four. You probably are you thinking you probably want to stay away from Colorado State just because it's at Wyoming. Fowler Nicosi, he's had some good uh, games. I thought about rostering him. I thought about roster. I didn't go with true, him. True freshman or redshirt freshman? Either redshirt way, freshman. First redshirt freshman. freshman. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't either. Yeah. Uh, Python Pipkin in the chat is asking about what happened with uh, the Wake Forest. Uh, we're assuming that's Riley Leonard is not starting tonight. Um, hope you listened to us earlier in the week and got Wake at twelve and a half and <laughs> sprinkle that money line. Um, so uh, yeah, so both quarterbacks um that I went with my top price quarterback is the Shredder, Garrett Schrader. I didn't roster him. You went Castellanos, didn't you? I did go Castellanos. Mm. I mean, the, as much as I like the shredder, he hasn't been producing lately. I mean, his last three games, he's been below seven fantasy and, points. And who were they against? Uh, Virginia Tech, Florida State, UNC. I mean, Florida State, okay, but UNC is getting shredded right now, but not by the shredder. <laughs> well, uh, well, so I, look, I, I understand he has always has a, a high ceiling due to his rushing capabilities. But uh, no, I didn't go Garrett Schrader. Well, you went with Castellanos facing a, a Hall of Fame defensive coordinator. Yeah, good luck, buddy. All right, good luck. I mean, I think uh, who did Syracuse play last week? Uh, Virginia Tech. They, they 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 did okay. 
With, that was in all, Lane Stadium on a Thursday night. That's a suicide that mission. That's a suicide mission. Doesn't matter if it's Frank Beamer. Doesn't matter. Syracuse if coming off of a bye, so he had more time to prepare for that hokey uh, offense, you, and it didn't, didn't do not, any good. Look, you're up there in Syracuse, New York, with all these hippies. You're not going to be able to prepare for anything like Lane Stadium. All right. The other thing I like about Cassianos is that he also has legs. He also gets you know a lot of fancy points uh, on the ground. The UCF transfer. Um. So it sounds like we both rostered. Um, yeah. So we, we, we have the, the different quarterback in the AC matchup, but we, did we both go with Peasley, the King yeah, uh, Elvis Peasley. All right. Down there in, uh, in, in Laramie, <laughs> Andrew Peasley, 6,800 rivalry game. They just got the tar beaten out of them in Boise. You come home, you go to, what was that place? We had uh, some drinks. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've, we, I've had a lot of drinks in a lot of places. <laughs> you, you, you go, you go to this bar in Larrabee where, uh, like, you, you get a couple cocktails and you. It was uh, called Chili's. <laughs> no, that was later. That was later. But that, look, that that works too. Maybe Peasley's over there at Chili's, having a few cocktails, trying to talk to you know, talk to some people. But uh, that that you know, he's feeling he better had, about life. He had one of those uh, taco salads at Chili's. <laughs> he had a really bad outing uh, at Boise last week, but before that he had three straight games over 20 fantasy points. I was also considering just going both quarterbacks in the ACC matchup. Did you consider Cassianos and shredder? Uh, no, I did not because Rocky long is the defensive coordinator and at home with that crowd, with that hippie okay. crowd behind him. I mean, all three of those quarterbacks are priced right around the same. So you could probably go either way. Um, I wonder if I'll come to regret going Peasley if to young talks point um, that if it is, you know, pretty nasty weather and windy and everything else, but all right. So uh, we got a little differences at quarterback. Uh, did you go back to your usual recipe of three running backs? Remember the Thursday slate. I went with four wideouts. I went June Jones style. I even took a phone call with June. He's been on the show. I said, June, what should I do? He's like, you got it. You know, you got to change up your philosophies. You got to run and shoot. Well here, I went back to old Dundee, Dundee stuff here. Three running backs. We're back, baby. Yeah, same here. And I feel like these three running backs might be pretty chalky because Colorado's rushing, or Colorado State's rushing game is you probably don't want any parts of it. They're going to throw the ball a, a ton. So if you focus on the other three teams, you're going to go like Quint Allen, Syracuse's running back. Got to do it. Got to do it. You might guy go Kai Robichal, Boston College's running back. Nope. No. Okay. So you're you're really high on Syracuse here. I think Rocky Long's a very good defensive coordinator. Did you pick Boston College to win this game? Yep. Ten to seven. <laughs> Ten to seven. Ten to seven. Uh, <laughs> All right. So I'm glad. So we don't share the same running back. You, you, Robichal. You know, I don't know if you caught that Nevada San Diego state game with uh, Rocky Long's former defensive coordinator uh, or former uh, assistant. It was a six, nothing final going on. All right. Look, look for that at the, with the orange men to, uh, to lose close. All right. Well, last two weeks, Robichal has gone 21 for 165, two touchdowns, 23 for 112, two touchdowns against UConn and Georgia tech, which I'm sure you're going to bring up, but still the guy is getting volume is deserving of a roster spot here on a slate that I think is kind of weak at running back. Well, you know, you talk shit about my uh, wait. Do you, so you, you didn't go. You I know? did go Harrison. Okay. Whaley okay. I was about to say our right. boy, former Northern Illinois Husky. We saw him in person break about an 85 yarder against that state. 
George Harrison Whaley. Come on. Uh, <laughs> all things must pass. All right. To the end zone. And that's what, what's going to happen with Harrison Whaley. Uh, he's a stud. And, and even though I know Colorado state's run defense has improved from last year to this year, they're still not there. I still think that's a, the advantage for Craig bowl in Wyoming is the line of scrimmage. So uh, that's the logic there. Now you talk shit about my other play, my oh, final so you, running you, you, back. You rostered a Ram run, uh, running back, huh? Look, Van Shield. All right. You know why I like Van Shield? All right. He's not just killing it yardage wise. All right. 4.3 yards of rush. I know they run the air raid, right? I know that's, that's, that's something you got to worry about here, but he gets a lot of touchdowns for them. Actually, he is, uh, you know, easily their top rushing threat. So if they're inside the 10 yard line, this is their guy that's going to score a touchdown. Also, they get him. They get him some looks in the in the in the passing attack as well. So I did go with Van Shield, and I do think the key to Colorado State winning this game is for them to have success on the ground. Well, I mean, I, I mean my guy Robichal was at what eleven hundred dollars more expensive, but your guy Van Shield uh, has three touchdowns on the year. Robichal has four touchdowns the last two games. So, yeah, but I think you pay up. One's playing Rocky Long. All right, one's playing at Wyoming. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's perfect. It's perfect. What do you mean? All it's right, a rivalry so game. They're gonna get up for this, buddy. Boston so College do, hasn't do, gotten do up for a, anything. I mean, obviously, our, our thing, our side bet. Let's just do Shredder versus Castellanos. I mean, I know we're not done with the slate yet. We got, we have to talk receivers, but Shredder versus Castellanos makes a lot of sense. Let's do it. All right, I'm gonna write it down. Let's go. All right, you want to start with receiver? Uh, yes, my top priced receiver. Now, this is something we need to monitor. Yeah, because he's one of the best receivers in America. The SEC, yeah. the SEC came in and tried to take Tory Horton. He said, "I'm staying in Fort Collins. Love Fort Collins." Shout out to uh, shout out to uh, Chad, G. Chad G in the chat. Yeah, I'm sorry, I was it's early in the morning for me over here, man. Um, <laughs> So at 7K, this guy's a complete fucking stud. And if he plays, now if he doesn't play, it's going to create a ton of opportunity for someone else to be the number one receiver, and you can find a lot of value. Uh, yeah, I think that. So I have Horton in my lineup too. But you're right; you're going to have to monitor that up until kickoff. But I think it's an easy pivot. Continue. I think you just switch to Justice Ross Simmons for what. $800 less. If you find out that Horton's not going to play. Yeah. He's questionable. Ryan, Ryan in the chat's asking what's going on with Tory, Tory Horton. He's questionable, but look, there's a rivalry game. He got hurt last week. Uh, was it early the third quarter? I forget exactly where. So, and then didn't play the rest of the game. So it's up in the air. I and still, like usual. We don't have much info. I still think, you know, we were there in Laramie and T Nick. I know you can attest to this is that this game means something. And from a national perspective, it might not, but these two don't like each other. And I think uh, you'll, you, that, that's why I, I took a shot on him as questionable to play. Now I'm still going yeah. to monitor, monitor it up to the, the kick, but, uh, but I think yeah. he's a senior too. I mean, he wants to play in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my second highest priced receiver is uh, the, 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 the hero who caught the hail Mary Dallin hooker. The former uh, BYU Cougar at the tight end spot, he is a stud, and he if you if, if look at their stat lines, Tory Horton, you're thinking oh 790 yards, uh, Holker has just as many touchdowns as Horton, and only 170 yards behind him, which is fascinating. So 
I think he's a must play in this game. He's a baller. Um, I don't have room for him unless I have to pivot off Horton. So as, as my lineup is now assuming Horton's going to play, I didn't roster him. Didn't have a chance to, so I'm going to go to Syracuse and they're their vaunted passing attack which, <laughs> that, which, that you've been shitting put, on, right? Puts fear into the heart of their opponents. Uh, <laughs> but one receiver, they they have a couple of guys banged up too, which may which could mean more targets to Damian Alford coming off a game where he caught four for seventy against VT. He is uh, forty eight hundred. He'll be uh, probably be the top pass catcher for Syracuse this week. Uh, but wait, I thought you were shitting on the 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 passing attack. For I know I was kind of joking. I was kind of joking the fact that their passing attack kind of sucks, but I still went with the receiver. <laughs> yes. Um. All right. Well, look. Uh. My next guy. Um. Do you want a bargain shop? Because I got a guy for you. I've watched every Wyoming game this year. I shit yeah. you not. Yeah, they got pretty good tight end. That's what I'm. Trayton Welch. Right. Play music. Yeah. This guy's a stud. Called the game winner against uh, Texas Tech, right? Yeah. Out of Buffalo, Minnesota. He's a senior. You know what seniors want to do? They want to kick the shit out of their rivals. I don't know if you caught Brian Bosworth. He's he's 50. He still wants to kick the shit out of his rivals. Uh, shit, he might even be 60. Um, yeah, I, I love this play in this game. I got both tight ends. This is a tight end type of game. All right. <laughs> Who your roster on BC? I thought I thought you said you had a, a player on every team. Oh no, I'm sorry. I, I don't. Okay. I, I punted on uh I at one point I had uh uh what's their running back's name right now? I'm drawing a blank. Not Robichaud. Garwell. Yeah, Robichaud, but I punted on him. Um so there's that. So you're definitely have a lot more players in the Mountain West game that has an over under of nine fewer points. Not that that's the end all be all, but just saying. Well, buddy, I don't think there's going to be the, like this huge amount of points in the Carrier Dome against a Rocky Long defense. And the Shredder, look, he's probably going to struggle. But the fact he's dual threat, yeah, you know, I got you. All right, cool. Well, that does it for Friday night, right? Yeah, let's jump over to Saturday. But before, and once again, we're doing both Saturday slates. But before we get there, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, we are back. Let's jump on over into the Saturday slate. Saturday morning by far. The slate that I thought was that was the most fun. How about yourself? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I agree. Usually the case. I mean, usually there's a few more games in that compared to the uh, night slate. But uh, yeah, I think this is a, a a fun little slate here. You go two quarterbacks. I did. I'm back to my normal my normal formula here, and uh, bargain shopping a little bit at the quarterback spot. How about you? I went one high priced, one cheap, and actually the guy I went is the most expensive player on the slate, but he's still, you know, relatively de- at a decent price at an even nine K. It's not like he's, you know, Caleb Williams at 10.5 K or Michael Penix at 10.7 K or something, um, which we've seen them at different points of this season. Uh, Jordan Travis, nine K 
I mentioned in our picture last night, I think he has a legitimate chance at winning the Heisman this year. He's probably one of the top three favorites. So I think Florida state is going to do all they can do to, to pump up his stats. I think they're going to blow out pit and I expect another big game for uh, Travis. Well, what could go wrong when a team plays Pittsburgh, uh, who's on the verge of a three win season, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not like Pitt has a history of beating teams that were national championship contenders in that spot, but no, hey, he has them right where he wants yeah, them. You might, you might want, <laughs> yeah. Uh, young Toke in the chat saying, "Let's go." Can I donate? Yeah, you can tip on YouTube if you want, but if not, you know, all good. You know what I mean? Hey, like, just spread the yeah. word, man. Yeah. Just you know, yeah. like, follow us, hit a like, retweet our, uh, our our tweet. You know, that's that, that's good. Enough, iTunes man. five stars always always a great way to donate, in my opinion. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, we had actually, actually, let me, let me, uh, well, no, I'll save it for another show. We had a, a great one star review about, uh, about <laughs> these guys are fucking That's idiots. We don't know, we don't know football. Yeah, so sure. something about like recruiting rankings, right? Well, yeah, he says, I said recruiting r- rankings were a sham, which they are. And I, my perfect <laughs> example is Carmani McLean was a five star that was signed on to go to Miami. Yeah. He goes to Colorado and instantly they put him as a four star. Yeah. I mean, I can do this for, for fucking yeah. like a thousand players. Um, right. but right. yeah, they, it is. It, and Stetson Bennett was a walk. So their, their, their answer is Georgia had the number one recruiting class in the nation. They won the national championship. They also did it with a, with a fucking guy starting quarterback that, that had a zero star, <laughs> a yeah. zero star. There so, you go. um, anyway. All right, who's your top quarterback? Top quarterback for me. I've got, I can't believe I'm saying this. Uh, Graham Mertz. Oh, Mertz. I, I didn't think there'd be a day, but look, Arkansas's defense has been terrible. They lost Barry Odom to UNLV uh, and things just haven't worked out. They're firing coaches left and right. It seems like pulled pork Pittman. My boy, Sam pulled pork Pittman is probably going to be out of a job unless they pull up and with a big time win. And really they gave up a lot of points this year. I mean, uh, so I, I fully expect Florida at home in the swamp to score at least in the thirties. Uh, I can't the believe Mertz I'm saying himself. Yes. Wow. 7,200 Graham Mertz, my top priced quarterback. Okay. Um, yeah, I do. I think he's going to have a decent game. I, I, I think he has a, a relatively low ceiling. Like he's not going to get you 30 fantasy points, but he'll probably get you 20, which at that price it's decent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my second quarterback, and uh, this guy's cheap, sixty-two hundred. Bedlam, Allen Bowman. I, I just think about the, it, man. I think the price is right, and I think this Oklahoma defense is not as good as oh, we thought. They a were few fool- weeks ago. I, I never thought that. That's Patty C. I yeah. knew they were fool's gold. All right, everyone's saying, "Ah, oh, he's done a great job." It's like, what? Who they played? Who? Who the, who the fuck? What, what's that power offense that they played? They've basically given up thirty points a game, or at least an average thirty points a game in the last three games. Meanwhile, Oklahoma has been averaging over forty points a game. Oklahoma State. The last Oklahoma three games. State. I'm sorry, Oklahoma yeah, State yeah. is averaging yeah. over forty points a game the last three games. Even though they might do more, it more on the ground, I think Bowman is still in the store for at least a decent game for that cheap price. And shout out to Young Toke. Throwing out ten dollars like that, folks. I, you know, this is awesome. Appreciate you, Young Toke, and uh, yeah, appreciate everyone in the chat. Um, uh, my second quarterback. Wait, so you 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 you've already rostered one quarterback, right? Yeah, I'm done with quarterbacks. Yeah, okay. Um, second guy. My second guy is international man of mystery, Jack Plummer. Look, <laughs> I go back to him, huh, dude? And you said it yourself on the preview and pick show last night. 
uh, in Louisville at the shack, whatever they're calling that fucking stadium. Now, uh, Jeff Brown doesn't fuck around, man. And you know that you swayed my pit Remember, I was, t- I was, I was going to take the Hokies plus nine and a half. And then I realized you're right. And then another thing I was listening to, uh, another podcast where Brom, uh, apparently like, uh, he has all of his boys cause he's Louisville raised his dad's a, a, a former legend, uh, high right. school coach. So he has like all of his boys come out. So like Jeff Brown was actually uh, drinking in the parking lot with his boys after, after the win against Duke. So if you were coming <laughs> out, you caught Jeff Brown having a, having a few Molson's Look at that. Nice dude. There's something about that. Uh, there's something about the energy that he's brought. That's why I, I put a shit ton of money on the over with Louisville. That's why I sprinkled Louisville to win the ACC uh, championship game. So um, I they just got think- a shot. They definitely have a shot. Now, but from a fantasy wise, though, like he's had some 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 good games, but he's also had some clunkers. Like uh, against Duke, he only put up four and a half fantasy points. So yeah, it's a it's a bit of a gamble. Well, the Hokies and the Hokies defense has been playing better, but yeah, I would argue I don't know about it on the road. They've been looking well, better at home. Plumber's three hundred dollars more expensive than Bowman, but I'll take that side bet right now. Bowman versus Plumber. Let's go. Let's go. Um, now at the running back spot. I'm assuming I'm just assuming that you loaded up on Olive Garden breadsticks. I did. Yes. Even though yeah, yeah, play the music. Olive, uh, Ollie Gordon folks, the second. Uh look, Oklahoma State, if you haven't paid attention to the Olive Garden Ollie Gordon stats the past two games, <laughs> insane, dude. It reminds me of Barry Sanders stats back at, back in, you know, with Oklahoma state, I don't know, 30 years ago, but he's killing it. 7,200 is his price. Oklahoma's run defense just gave up over 200 yards to Kansas. I think they were fool's gold. So uh, yeah, um, well, I will say he's going to be chalky as hell and he's expensive. So I don't mind if somebody doesn't roster him. I don't think he's a must roster with other, you know, attractive options on the slate, but yeah, I went with him just because it's almost like, how can he not here? The last three games, he's been between 47 and 55 fantasy points. You would think a guy with that kind of production would be at least over eight K if not over nine K. Yeah. I mean, we saw like Bijan Robinson last year, his, his, his price was like in the 9.5 range. It was kind of hard to roster him. So you're still getting Ali, Ali Gordon, Mr. Olive garden for only 7.2 K dude. And, and shout out to young toke. Once again, another $10 donation. And uh, he said, I played with Jack, uh, Jack playmaker at Purdue. I like that name. Uh, great kid. And, and Brown was a good coach. He was on the Purdue team that beat Ohio state, like 55 to 20, whatever that, that I remember that game. I do yeah. uh, love those two in a great pick. That's awesome. Young Toke. That's fantastic. And shout out to uh, Aiden O'Connell. Who's uh, going to be the starting quarterback of the Raiders come uh, Sunday. Yeah. Also on that Purdue team, the guy who, uh, who took Jack Plummer's job, but uh, two, yeah, two good quarterbacks. I don't mind the play, but I just think uh, Bowman might do better. No, I can see. I mean, I can see a situation where that happens, but I just think Brom doesn't get embarrassed at home. That's a, that's a new, that's a new, uh, a, a new law I'm writing in Uh shout right, out. Who's your, sorry, go ahead. No, I was saying shout out to young Toko. That's awesome. That's fantastic stuff. Um, so who's my, my second price running back. Yeah. I'm staying, staying at the shack, man. Jawar Jordan. This guy's played play oh, again. Okay. Played again. Yeah. Let's go. Jawar. Virginia Tech's run defense on the road's been asked. You saw it against Rutgers. Rutgers offense 
Nothing to write home about. They getting over seven yards of rush against the Hokies. Ooh. Yeah, coming off the game where I, I think his questionable tag scared people off last week. All I did was go twenty-one for one sixty-three and two touchdowns against a good Duke defense. So yeah, I mean, I, you got to go, Jordan. I know he's your boy, but I'm with you this week. Yeah, yeah. I actually had a guy more expensive though. My guy, Quinshawn Judkins, six point nine k. Ole Miss. He's a dog. He's a dog. Especially yeah. after a kind of a slow start to the season. He is coming along now. Back to back games over 100. Uh, I don't trust AM's defense, even though maybe their passing defense is worse than their running defense. But uh, at home, at a fair price, Quinshawn Judkins, that rounds out my running backs. You got one more? I do. Uh, look, I like, I mean, obviously, Judkins, I think, is one of the best running backs in the country, but it hasn't, he hasn't had that year that I was expecting, but yeah, he's still a true. stud. I thought um, he might run for like two K this year. Me too. Me too. And I, I, I don't know. Uh, it hasn't worked out as much, but I still think when you watch, he passes the eye test. You go, oh, yeah. I mean, we. I was in College Station last year watching that exact game, Ole Miss at A and M, and I remember, uh, you know, at, uh, I was with real buddy Kramer, and he was like, "Who's that dude?" And I go, "Yeah, isn't doesn't he just pop off screen? That dude's fucking. Uh, he was a, a diamond in the rough that Lane Kiffin found. Um, my my final running back." Uh, I think Maryland sucks. And if you know the history of how bad Penn state beats Maryland, they normally beat the shit out of them. Nicholas Singleton at 5,900, because I do, I still am concerned about drew Aller, even though it's Maryland, I'm not sold. One thing I know is both Penn state's running backs dogs. All right. Uh, Singleton hasn't had that. This is another one. I'll say he hasn't had as good as a year as I thought, but I'm all over it. So Let's go. Give me I like it. He could, he could have a big game here. I, I, I don't think I've rostered him at all this year, just because you know Catron Allen is there as well, and both of them are only three hundred dollars apart. So you never really quite know who's going to have the better game. But uh, you're right. I think the matchup could be right for the Penn State ground game to go off. <laughs> Wes Krug in the chat say, I "Wasn't sure y'all were brothers until I see uh, both, both, bo- both of us in hoodies uh, slouching." Right. <laughs> I'm even got the glasses. I'm like looking like an old man here. Um, folks, you can watch the show, youtube.com slash the college experience. Um, yeah, so Singleton's my final running back against that shitty Maryland defense. Um uh wide out wise, what are you doing here? Well, I don't have much money for my receivers. You know, I, I spent up on Jordan Travis. I have three running backs between what uh six point seven and seven point two K. So I'm going cheap, but my uh, my top guy. Is uh Lad McHonky for uh, Georgia, five point eight k. Yes, I mispronounced his Lad name. Lad uh, McHonky, yeah, uh, yeah. But we saw the first game without uh, uh, Bowers. Brock Bowers, he, yeah, yeah. He go, he goes six for one thirty five and a touchdown. Uh, I expect I don't know about that good of a game here, but that five point eight k against a Missouri defense, which is gonna you know allow some yardage through the air. I think he's a good play. Uh, and you're taking, you're taking, uh, you're taking Georgia to win that game. Correct. Or Georgia's co- going to win, right? but I know I took Mizzou in the points last night on the pick show. Not that I feel great about it. I'm not going to bet this game, but I just think, uh, hopefully it's a good game. I want it to be a good game. Yeah. Um, so the chat is talking about uh, uh shout out. Once again, uh, we are, we are uh, young Toke is talking about the if we're playing anybody in the Kansas Iowa State game, so my logic here on this was I watched this whole game a year ago. Actually, Kansas has been near and dear to my heart over the past three years because I I 
I've been putting a lot of money on their overs, even his first year. So I've watched almost every snap of Kansas. Um, if you go back, I thought last year, Kansas won 14 to 11 against Iowa state. And they had Jalen Daniels then. But one of the things I thought uh, Iowa state had a top 20 defense a year ago. I thought Matt Campbell did a great job uh, limiting Kansas at home in Lawrence, held them to 213 yards total three for 10 on third downs. Uh, the, the 112 yards rushing as a team, Devin Neal only had 75. They only passed for a, a one Oh one. So uh, I stayed away from that. It, it from, from well, wait, first thing, let's say that that's a night game. So that's in the, yeah. that's in the, that's in the night slate. And actually I did load up on a couple guys there. We'll get to that slate next, but that's we're in, we're in the day slate. Now that's the night slate. So let's finish up the day slate. Then we'll, we'll talk about that. All right. Well, uh, my top wide receiver, Going back to the shack, Jamari Thrash, former Your Georgia guy. State Panther. This guy's this guy's how many Louisville players can you roster on one lineup? Okay. You gonna grab the tight end too? You gonna get Huggins Bruce? <laughs> no, I got three. This is this is my stack. It's called a stack. I love to do the quarterback running back stack. This would be, be considered this would be considered a game stack. Mm. Mm. Give me that game stack. All right, <laughs> let's go. Uh, uh, who's your second highest price point? All right. Uh, my next guy, dude, there's a couple JMU receivers that are getting no love. And these guys, I, first off, I love having the Sunbelt game in the, in the mix here, but there's two guys that are getting no love and they have been crushing it of late. I'm talking about Reggie Brown for an even 5k who has gone for nine for one forty-two and two touchdowns and six for one twenty-six and one touchdown the last two weeks. I didn't have enough money for him. I went with the slightly cheaper guy. That is Elijah Surratt. I got him too. You know, also has 100 yard receiving games, two out of the last three. I wouldn't mind if you guys rostered both of these guys, but I didn't have money for both of them. So I went Surratt. You know, I could roster both. And I think you just talked me into rostering yeah. both. There's gonna be some points in that JMU Georgia State game. Yeah, I think you just cause I was gonna go with Ben Sanat. I think I'd rather go with the receivers. Yeah. I think you just talked me into it, buddy. All right. Slow it up on, on Reggie Brown. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting. So, uh, McCord, the Jamie quarterback, he was he was a little too pricey for me though. I think he was in like the low eight K range. McLeod, McLeod, McLeod. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, but yeah, those two receivers are just underpriced. So I think it makes sense to at least get one of them, if not both. D- does that is that your whole lineup? Yeah, that's my whole. All team. right. I got one guy. I, actually, I have two guys in Louisville because I have Jordan also. But I I talked about this guy last week. I didn't roster him, but I talked about him. He didn't have the big game I thought he might against Duke. He just had one catch for six yards. I'm going back to the well because I believe Chris bell for 3.3 K he has the chance to, to catch a, a, a long pass probably for a touchdown because he is uh, quite, you know, he has a large frame. He's a mismatch. And I think they try to get him the ball deep. He, he's not going to get a bunch of targets. So he's a bit of a gamble, but uh, we like to gamble over here on the sports gambling podcast network. So <laughs> I want to go Chris bell for 3.3 K. Uh, I like it. Take it a shot. Take it a shot. And uh, you know, it's easy to see a tide turn. Um, all right, let's jump into the Saturday night slate uh, at the quarterback spot. Uh, did you have two guys? I did. Yep. I actually um, hated this slate to tell you the truth. 
<laughs> Did you really? So this is this is going to be the kind of the, the the same thing with with Washington playing USC. The two quarterbacks are priced almost the same as Knicks and Penix were when Oregon played Washington. You know, can you spend ten point seven k or ten point six k on one of these guys? I wasn't willing to do it. I I wasn't willing to either, but I did. Or Jaden Daniels at ten point one. I thought so, I mean, long and hard about all three. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Ultimately, I didn't. I went with with cheaper options, and uh, one of them, my my mo- most expensive one, he he has been crushing of late. That is Garrett Green for West Virginia. Did you roster him? Ah, you son of a bitch! Come on, it's, uh, I like him. He's a football player. Man. A lot of times you don't really get football players at the quarterback spot in, in 2023. Garrett Green's still still a guy. So right. he's still getting better as a passer because we know what he can do with his legs. But bottom line is he's putting up a bunch of fantasy points. Last three weeks have basically been 30 to 45 fantasy points. So uh, I think you're getting him what fifteen hundred dollars cheaper than some of those top price guys. And as long as he can, can come within five or ten fantasy points, I think it's a win. There we go. There we go. Uh, who's your second quarterback? Now we're going to go to that Kansas Iowa State game because Rocco Becht, the son of Anthony Becht, is only five point three k. That's pretty damn cheap for a starting quarterback. You know his his fantasy performances this year have been kind of up or up and down. You know there's some, been some games only ten or twelve, but there's some, been some games in the twenties too. I'm looking to fade Kansas in this game. I like Iowa State. And uh, I don't. I'm not really afraid of the of the Jayhawk defense. So that was where I went with a very cheap quarterback. I like it. Jayhawk defense is better, a lot better than a year ago. But I see the logic. I see yeah. the logic. Bargain shop. I paid up for one, not one of the ones we touched on. But I think Michigan's going to absolutely beat the piss out of out of Purdue. Yeah, I think this sign stealing shit has just got this team fired up. They're about to run through a fucking brick wall. Um, JJ McCarthy at 8,700. This is my first, this might be the first time I've ever rostered him in DFS, but give me JJ, <laughs> JJ McCarthy at 8,700. I did a couple of weeks ago. I think 80 at 8,700. I think he might be a little too expensive because here's what he does. He gets between 22 and 28 fantasy points pretty much every game. And when, when he's in like the, the lower eight range, I like him better. At 8.7K, I mean, it's only a few hundred dollars more. So I like the play. I think he's going to have a fine game and probably get about 25 fantasy points. So it's not hurting you. I think his upside is a little bit limited, but it's a decent play. All those other games weren't when they had a uh, gigantic national headline of, uh, you know, Jim Harbaugh and, and the Michigan program being cheaters. Yeah, but Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards could, could combine for 300 rushing yards, you know? I'm just saying, I, Michigan calls off the dogs a lot of times. I don't know that they're going to call off the dogs in this matchup. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's move over to running back. As soon as I put that back in here, did you go? You went three, right? Uh, I did go three. So my top guy, uh, I'm, I'm going to go Marshawn Lloyd here. I'm going to go. I mean, we, we've seen the talent out of Washington, yeah. DC nation's capital out there in Los Angeles where I reside. And uh, yeah, Continue with what you're going to say. I, I kind of like USC in this game, and I'm not really afraid of the Washington defense here. So at home, I think Marshawn Lloyd. I mean, he should just he should get 20 touches a game. If USC was smart, they yes, would feed him more because he's better he is than very good. The amount of times he touches the ball, yes, yes. Um, 
Okay. Well, who's your second back then? I went CJ Donaldson, West Virginia. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, he's a stud. And I think with this slate, it was hard. I like, I don't think John, we play Jonathan Brooks a ton. Yeah. I, I think you pivot off of that one. So yeah, I wasn't um, in love with this play. This was my last piece I fit in here. Um, but I was looking around this price range and, and I think just consistency and volume is what Donaldson brings to the table. So I went with the safe play on this roster spot. Alrighty. Well, I have a third running back. Do you, I do. Is he in names? He is. He's cheap. Yes. 4.2 K. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. And uh, so I'll just load up the music. What we're talking about is Eli Sanders is coming into his own 4.8 yards of carry, you know, beginning of the season. I feel like, it, you know, obviously they had the news. Jairo Brock suspended gambling pro kicked off the team. Then it seemed to be Abu Sama, uh, Cartavius Norton, but you know, and then Eli Sanders comes out of nowhere and emerges and seems like this is the top back for the cyclones. And I think completely underpriced taking on a Kansas rush defense that there's, there's opportunity here for them. Yeah. You know, I just thought Iowa state's players were, were underpriced and there was great value. So I actually have one more guy. We'll, we'll get to receiver here in a second. I do but, too. Okay. So I rostered three cyclones just because I thought they were cheaper than they should be. <laughs> yeah. Not that I love the offense that much, but I do like him in this game here. So why not? Um, but uh, he, he, he was again. He was a cheap receiver. So let's talk about our most expensive receivers. I'll lead the way if you don't mind. Um, Jalen Polk, Washington, seven point seven k. The guy has been absolutely crushing it with McMillan being hurt. I still don't think McMillan's healthy, even if he plays. So uh, he has three straight games over one hundred yards. He's been one, over one hundred yards six of eight games this year. And uh, yeah, you're going to want some pieces of this Washington USC game if you can't afford the quarterbacks. Then, then grab some of the uh, skill position guys. I've had Polk several weeks this year. Uh, look, uh, when when I paid up for McCarthy, I didn't have that that luxury. So, yeah. my top guy is the son of the greatest receiver of all time, perhaps in uh, Brendan Rice, sixty four hundred. Uh, uh, I, I thought uh, Art Monk might have had a son. No, uh, he might. <laughs> he might. He's he, maybe he's at Syracuse too. We just haven't seen him because they can't mm. throw. I, I think um, that's. Uh, that's uh, Aranda Gadsden and and uh, his dad. His dad was pretty good for the Dolphins, was but not one of the best good. ever. Yeah, uh, but no, Brendan Rice, sixty four hundred is the play, man. He's a stud. I like it. I went Taj Washington though. I think uh, the last couple of weeks, Washington, you know, five for one hundred two, five for one twelve. He's getting a little bit. He's getting a few more looks than Rice. I like both guys though. All right, next up uh, for me, my second priced wide out uh, as, as I know you had more money to, to spend. Uh, I'm taking you though, back to Ames where we're going with Jalen Noel, 42 K. He's their He's our possession guy. I know Jaden Higgins, their deep threat, but I, That's went, with, I went with, okay. With I went with Noel at 5,500. He is their possession guy. Uh, I think he'll get, I mean, look, every game, I feel like he does decently with reception. So, uh, that was well, the my thing I, like, thing I like about Higgins for twelve hundred dollars cheaper is that he has back-to-back games with nine targets each. Coming off two games, five for seventy-four and a touchdown, six for one seventy-two. I think Higgins might have the better game, and he's a lot cheaper. Just throwing that out there. Nope. Nope. Uh, All right. Battle of Bourbon. Yeah, sure. Let's Higgins go. Higgins versus Noel. Even though I'm I'm giving you twelve hundred dollars. 
If I win, it better be a nice bottle of bourbon. Uh, let's go. Uh, and then my uh, so wait, do you, you you don't have anyone left, do you? That's no, I'm done, man. I think you are forgetting for four hundred or four four yeah four thousand dollars. Jeez, uh, I'm taking you to Tuscaloosa. You didn't roster anyone in this game, did you? No, I didn't. No. Mm-mm. You know who beat them a year ago is this kid named Mason Taylor. Now Mason Taylor missed like a, him. he missed a few games. He missed a few games being injured. So I know recently, you know, uh hasn't done much. But he killed Bama last year and I think he could do it again. Go back to the old miss game, 5 for 61. Uh the Missouri game, 4 for 27 and a touchdown. I think he can be a difference maker in this game where we know Alabama secondary is fantastic. What's the real mismatches here? You know, like obviously, you know, Daniels against the defense, he's going to be able to find success at some point. I believe I think it's Mason Taylor. He's 4k and and you're done. You don't have any money left over zero. Okay. Yeah. At that, at that range, I like it to find play. I do expect LSU's passing offense to, to do some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks, that's our show. So uh, we invite you to come play DFS with us. Uh, NC Nick will tweet out the invite at NC underscore underscore N I C K, but also we will retweet it from the college football experience, Twitter account at T C E on S G P N. Give us a follow. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D uh, please. Uh, if you can hop on over to iTunes, give us a five-star review on iTunes. And uh, once again, shout out to the chat, shout out to young toke. Appreciate that donation. And uh, yeah, we'll be back. I have the college football weekend bombs with CJ Sullivan coming later this afternoon. I also have the FCS uh, college football experience week 10 preview and picks. We got the Dakota marker game going on uh, later tonight, as well as uh some college basketball content coming out as well. Uh, I also host the college basketball experience. So subscribe over there and college basketball DFS NC Nick, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, the slate is up. It's active. You guys can uh, jump in and play with us. Uh, college basketball too. Yeah. And remember folks that we do that all year and look this show, the college football experience, you know, we go live six days a week talking to college football, but the college basketball experience, which I host when the season tips, which the season starts on November 6th, folks on November 5th, starting on November 5th, we will be here every single night of the college basketball season. So Beautiful. all the way uh, we've been doing this shit for years. So subscribe, tell a friend, and then obviously come play college basketball DFS with us as well. Uh, and uh, what else do we got? We got uh, the college baseball experience. Myself, Noah Beanick that comes in full swing in February. We got the sports gambling podcast. I'm doing a college basketball show with them tonight. But uh, check out the sports gambling podcast as they are, are always tackling everything. Breeders' Cup, right? Breeders' Cup, I think, was is sure. uh, this week. Horse yeah. racing, yeah, <laughs> at Santa Anita, beautiful racetrack here in LA. I like at, Lucky Lindy in the third. There you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> see, we're giving you hot tips left and right. Um, so ch- check out the sports gambling podcast. They're live from Las Vegas every single Friday on Vsin V S I N. Uh, is that network on YouTube TV, Brent Musburger's network. So check out that uh, every Friday night, nine o'clock Pacific midnight Eastern. Uh, also check out the big 12 experience. All right. We got that going and the FCS college football experience, all that good stuff. Check it all out folks. Uh, get in the bottom line bombs podcast. Always fantastic with CJ Sullivan. Uh, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. 
and come talk ball with us in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Uh, all right, folks, until next time, this is the college football experience week 10 DFS preview and picks episode. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run and shoot.